Hey everyone, and welcome to The Dark Cast. I'm your host, Jonathan Miley. The Dark Cast is sort of supposed to be a bi-weekly discussion celebrating and critiquing video games. The show is divided up into multiple conversations between myself and the various writers here on DarkStation.com. I hope you find this episode a nice distraction from our crazy world, and I hope this episode finds you safe and well. This is a special Super Spider-Man-themed episode. Uh, We've got two different discussions here, one recorded just days ago, and one that's actually several months old. In section number one, I talked to Brian Tyler and Joel Zerlup, who are reviewing the new Spider-Man Miles Morales game, one on PS4 and the other on the new fancy PS5. So we have a great conversation talking about what that game is, and it sounds really special. In section two, I talked to Alan Kessinger about the Spider-Man game from 2018, uh, which was my game of the year that year, as part of our Games of the Decade discussion that has kind of fallen by the wayside this year because 2020 has been a lot, and I just haven't been doing that, so apologies there. But if you want to find out more information about these Spider-Mans, then you should check out the show notes for this episode on DarkStation.com. There you can find the DarkCast Interviews podcast, as well as other reviews, previews, and features, including Joel and Brian's reviews for Spider-Man Miles Morales. Be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at DarkStation underscore com, find us on Facebook, check us out on YouTube, and email us at podcast at darkstation.com and one final note i'm going to be streaming for extra life to raise money for children's hospital of atlanta on november 7th starting at noon eastern standard time and uh, that is tomorrow from when this episode is coming out so if you're listening to this and can stop by and donate a few dollars that would be absolutely amazing you can find us on twitch.tv slash darkstation underscore com As always, thank you so much for listening. Now on with the show. everybody welcome back to the dark casts i'm jonathan miley joining me for this segment or episode or i I don't know how this is going to be uh produced out into the wild but uh joining me right now is joel zerlup i am here and this is going to be whatever it is and uh and brian tyler yes do we we talk about video games here i don't know man we used to we used to to. it's been a minute it has, um, it has been a minute. Uh, yeah, so we're recording this on election night, so if yes. we seem crazy... A huge or mistake! But we're doing it. You know, is, yes. schedules are whatever they are. I don't, I don't oh, know. Oh, it is. It's totally whatever it is. Um, but we're exciting. We're talking about something that I'm very excited to talk about, and that is the upcoming 
Spider-Man game. Spider-Man the Miles Morales. I figure if it's Spider-Man the cat, then it should be Spider-Man the Miles Morales. Or maybe it's Miles Morales the Spider-Man. I'm not sure. But um, one of my most anticipated games for this year. Um, And both of you guys are getting to play it. And so... I'm here to pick your brains about uh, my favorite game from two years ago. Uh, well, the sequel to the you know game from two years ago. It's like a it's like a it's like a one point five. One point five. We'll say okay. one point five because it is it is it's about half as long as I would say about half as long as the uh, the first one. Maybe okay. even a little less than that. Maybe. Maybe it doesn't have nearly as much stuff on the map. That's for sure. That is true. I'm okay with that. Like, I yeah. enjoy yeah, doing all the stuff because swinging is so much fun, but I'm totally fine with not having stuff. I'm happy to report Miles swings just as well, if a little bit crazier than Peter. Oh, okay, cool. He, he swings a lot better because he's got moves now. He's got, <laughs> got the moves. He's got the motion. Uh, so how sad is it that the Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack is not part of the game? Not that sad because yeah. okay. there's an awesome soundtrack. They have a good yeah. sound. Okay, that's yeah. good to know. They have a great soundtrack. Is it mostly orchestral stuff, or does it uh, lean into you know actual like I don't know pop culture songs stuff you'd hear on the radio, hip hop, whatnot? I've never heard think... any of these songs, but yeah, they might I was gonna be say popular. I don't think it actually. I don't think it actually hold. It doesn't pull any like um Licensed like stuff Saint like. Rose stuff. Okay. But uh, like the music that's in there is is really good. Yeah, like we're not jumping off of buildings to power. So I was gonna say, like, how good would that be to jump off of a building to power as Miles Morales? Like, I, 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 if you had to jump off of anything as Miles Morales, it would have to be "What's Up, Danger." But it's still cool. Okay, it's good to know. I, as part of his like swinging style, um, they do incorporate the wild arm flail. And the okay. falling down backwards while looking at the camera. Mm. And that part's kind of neat. Especially because he kind of holds that, like, downward pose, like, until you decide to hit that button or he hero slams onto the ground. Oh, man. That sounds good. That swinging through New York as Spider-Man sounds like it'd be really fun right now. I'm very jealous. Uh, so, I guess, to start off, like, what is the, uh, what's the deal with this game? When is it taking place? I know, obviously, it's after, um... You know, the first game, because spoilers, Miles Morales is also Spider-Man. He got bit by a spider. And and Peter is, is going off to, like, Europe or somewhere with Mary Jane or something. It doesn't matter. He is going somewhere, though. He went somewhere. He's actually going, he actually ends up going to the, um, the home country of Sable from the first game. Okay. Um, and her, apparently, um, Sable and MJ... Um, forge a mutual respect for each other uh, because MJ brooks no crap and Sable also brooks no crap. So there's there there's there's talking back and forth. Uh, Peter calls in to check on Miles every so often. Okay, nice. Uh, so so what's the deal? What's happening in New York? Uh, what causes uh Miles to have to spring into action? So I'm gonna I'm gonna let Brian take the story bit, but I will say there's a lot of snow. There's it a is lot of the stuff. holiday times, so it's definitely like Christmas time. Yep, it is Christmas. Um, and there are Christmas. more people on the streets in the virtual New York than there were, at least when I left uh, Manhattan earlier this year. <laughs> and it was very nice to see. It was very heartening to see New York bustling it's with not people. not a ghost town. 
No, no, not at all. It was very nice. But in terms of story, I will let Brian take the um, what sets Miles off on this one. So yeah, so it is. It is definitely um, Christmas. Uh, my guess is that it's probably the first Christmas since Miles got his powers. Um, he ends up moving into because of his dad dying. They take over their his grandmother's old um, apartment in um, Spanish Harlem. Um, his mom is running for a city council position. Um, so when the story opens, um, she is doing um, her um, campaigning stuff. Um, and they, this comes up a lot on Calls to Miles. Um, I mean, like, how into the so how into the weeds do you want me to get here? I mean, obviously, like, no spoilers let's go high or anything, level. but... Yeah, 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 let's go high yeah. level here. We're- okay. Um, there is a company called Roxxon, um, which mm-hmm. everybody uh, should know from Marvels. They're generally no, there's generally bad business there. Uh, they're not good people. They have a CEO, Simon Krieger. Is this like an AIM sort of corporation, or kind of? Except instead of like producing bad guys, they try to do the whole Lex Luthor. We're going to power the world and take over that way. Um, and that's that's kind of the they're opening up a new reactor uh, called a new energy. What is it? New energy, new form. It's, uh, tri- tritium, and you got to hold it together with octopus arms. That's right. Yep. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's a new form of energy. They've got a reactor that they're building um, in the middle of Harlem, uh, because you know that's if you're going to do something, yep. you got to do it. A, you you got to do it around people you don't care about, and that's that's kind of what um, you know. Miles ends up getting involved um, in this kind of fight between Roxxon and their like special security team and this group of um, high tech um, kind of underground. They call themselves the underground, but this high tech group. And so it's that it's that that fight that kind of gets Miles involved as Spider Man since Peter goes off on vacation, uh, a working mm-hmm. vacation with MJ. And he's he's left specifically as Peter calls him as New York's only Spider-Man, uh, and so yeah, that's 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 kind of the whole basis and where it goes from there is actually is is really Agreed. just out of curiosity from the the little videos that I've seen, does the the Underground's logo not look like Zinyak's logo from Saints Row Four? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yes. Okay. Um, cool. And they have a very similar like uh, um, like they're very everything is purple and yep. very high tech. Um, so lots yeah, of holograms. I could, lots, kind, not really holograms, but a lot of, um, what they call stuff I can't remember right now. It's like, they, they have a lot of like phasing matter. So like okay. stuff becomes other stuff. The, uh, a lot of, uh, guns appear out of kind of thin air. Um, a lot of high tech gloves and, um, like boot stuff that lets you run up walls or like jump really high. So they have a lot of simulated power, a lot of borrowed power from tech. Okay. So you're kind of facing that, that battle on, on those two fronts, kind of like with um, uh, Silver Sable's forces and um, Kingpin's forces. In yes. The, um, and then I, I guess the, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Mr. Negative. Like yeah. his guys, all those kind of. Yeah, kind of. Factions. Yeah, where they, had, they, where they had kind of the three different factions going on in like Peter's New York. Um, mainly it's just these two in Miles's story. Um, and it's kind of neat because at least like pared down, um, this is very much a, 
where last time with Peter we had a, you know, this is Peter's been doing this for a number of years. I want to say like at least six or seven by that point. Um, so we are in the kind of in the middle of his game. Um, with Miles, this is the very beginning. This is his origin story as far as Spider-Man goes. Excellent. Um, how weird is having Peter Parker with a different face? No, it's weird. Okay. He okay. Peter looks like a teenager. Um, his new face does not, like old like old game Peter, old Spider-Man Peter. Wasn't old. He looked like he was probably just about in his 30s. This Peter looks like he is 21, 22 at best. For people who are new to playing, won't matter at all. For people who spent a whole bunch of time with the old game. Yeah, or it's been a while. Yeah, exactly. It shouldn't matter at all. Um, But, like, like I found it, like, it's still a little off-putting the few times I've started this Mm. game. Yeah. There's very little Peter in this game. So, like, the even if it bothers you. You don't see him very much. Yeah, no, he's not. He's just in the beginning and right at the end. He's got better things to do. I do love, this is kind (laughs) of like very, very light spoiler, but like things kind of go to crap and Peter's like, you know, I'm still going to Europe. (laughs) Good luck, bud. (laughs) Yes, there is a, there is a very early call where Peter calls in to Miles. And again, this really isn't spoilers, but Peter's like, hey, so how's Spider-Man doing? And Miles is like, you know, I'm doing okay. I discovered a conspiracy in my home neighborhood. And Peter's like, classic. What are you doing about it? And Miles is just like, ah, I'm going to play it by ear. And Peter's like, that's the Spider-Man way. <laughs> like, I have to say, uh, over this entire thing, if you learn nothing else, it's that Peter Parker is actually a, uh, an absolute wonderful mentor. Because hmm. Miles screws up at least twice in the beginning, like three minutes. And Peter's just like, hey, man, look, I was doing this by myself for like eight years. It's cool, dude. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Maybe to the point of recklessness. <laughs> yeah, possibly. But you know, um, the other the other interesting thing, like since we're like kind of comparing the two Spider Men, um, Miles talks a lot less while he's doing stuff. Like there's Ooh. still quips, but it is not Peter level. Oh, just right. spitting spitting garbage. You're right. I did not think of that. Um, you're right. It, he does actually talk a lot less, and I'm not sure if that was because this is a smaller game. They didn't want to, you know, do more voice acting slash COVID sort of thing, or if they got the feedback from the last one that, like, hey, maybe a little bit goes a long way. I don't know, but uh, I mean, it all it also may be just like a character thing. It's you, that's true. That's true. something that 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 stuff is very much like a Peter Parker. Like, I've been doing this for a little bit. Spider Sense has me like way ahead of everything, so I'm just gonna spit game all the time. Mm. And Miles is Miles is like he's still like a, a teenager. He's not yet eighteen. Um, he's still kind of coming into his own, and a lot of that focus is on just getting stuff right. And he doesn't have a lot of time to to, to think about things other than Spider Man. Hmm. Okay. And at one point, he makes a great comment of like, "Damn, this you know this superhero gig because you know he's got to keep it safe from his mom." He's like, this superhero gig is hard. I wonder how Peter deals with this so well. And you think back to the first game, and you're just like, Peter does not deal with this well at all. Right. That man is a terrible adult. Is he an adult? How old is Peter supposed to be? I believe this Peter is, like, in his late 20s, at least. Maybe, maybe, like, 30, 31. Yeah, I was, I was thinking, like, 27 or so. Yeah, okay. I was, late somewhere. 20s is my, is my yeah. super guess. 
there's there's probably like an official Spider-Man wiki that that knows the date, and I'm not going to look it up. Um, he he makes a comment at one point in the game that he's been doing this for eight years, and you figure that happened to him at the end of his high school career, so he's probably twenty six, twenty seven. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah, maybe even uh, a little younger, maybe 25. I don't know. At this point, he looks like he's 19. So whatever, just throw it all out. It's that's my question. Yeah, that's exactly why I asked. I'm like, wait, how old is he supposed to be? Yeah, um, yeah I mean, look, the, the cool thing about Miles that I actually think, and um, maybe this is slightly in the spoiler territory, but maybe not. Um, Miles is a character that I found and maybe it's because it's also a shorter game, but I found Miles to be way more relatable and way more interesting. Like, Peter is what Peter has kind of always been written as, whereas Miles, I don't know, I I just am not as familiar with Miles. So, like, his family dynamics, where he comes from, like, his move, like, he originally from Brooklyn, moves to Harlem, like, he's got a cool story and i think the way that they weaved it from the first game into this um some flashbacks to the first game i don't know i just i thought they actually fleshed out miles as a character really really well and maybe that is because we're coming to him at the very very beginning that it's that and it's also that as a character we're not as familiar with miles and his family dynamic um with peter if you know anything about Spider-Man, you know Uncle Ben is dead, and you know Aunt May um, was the one who was his primary caretaker. And so that family dynamic is already in place. It worked out. Um, I mean, you know, they're it's it's just two they're they're two people that just love and care each other, and and they go through that like they kind of deal with that relationship some in the first game. But we don't know where Miles is coming from. We know that he lost his father because that happened in the first Spider-Man. Um, mm-hmm. And but we don't know what other kind of dynamics he has in place, and they do they do a really good job in a very short amount of time of not only spelling out um, kind of who he is as a person and where he's coming from, um, but also in kind of representing that on the screen with um, you know spending some time in his house for you know like kind of getting set up for like a Christmas dinner. Um, they've are they showed off uh, one port uh, one port. Uh, one point um, during the the E3 conference where um, he kind of jumps downstairs, E3 conference, um, the E3 video, um, where he like kind of comes downstairs and there's the kind of throw up a uh, uh, pop up um, kind of party going on for his mom's or for uh, that his mom's candidacy that she's running there and she's supposed to give a speech and whatnot. Um, and so it does it not only plays. Um, to Miles' strength as far as like what his family dynamic is but it really he, he through this like whole thing he really um, starts to represent um, like the, the place where he comes from like it's not just New York and Spider-Man it's it's like New York but it's also like it's Spanish Harlem it's, it's a Spider-Man that's a representative of like non-Caucasian people yeah yeah, because with, with Peter Parker Spider-Man, I mean, New York is just kind of this big amorphous New York. Um, but I guess from, from the way that you're talking about it, it sounds like um, sounds like Miles can be Spider-Man not of the big amorphous blob, but of a specific uh, group. And he's kind of taking 
Harlem as his home now that he's he's moved there and he's letting it adopt him and he's adopting it. Yes, and that is that that is a very important to the story itself. Um, do you play as any other characters in like stealth sections or anything? Nope. This okay. is Miles' story, Miles' game. <laughs> yeah. There are a couple of like walking sections, but there's nothing like the first game where you were trying to hide from. Uh, you know, you're like you were trying to hide from Rhino, or you're you were trying to take you know like sneak in and take pictures of weird stuff. There, right. did nothing like that. This is, um, it's everything from Miles's perspective, um, but but it's also more um kind of action oriented as far as that stuff goes. Um, that's not okay. to say that Miles's action is the same as Spider Man. Um, okay. And that's because that that's kind of where I feel like this game not only takes what um their last effort did but kind of stretches on that and improves on that some um because miles is not peter and miles has a different um skill set um as a spider-man uh that peter does not have uh miles has um you know he has his venom powers and he has his his camouflage ability so that's stuff that you remember kind of seeing like the most recently in the into the spider-verse um, that's the stuff that Miles is just now kind of finding out about. Hmm. Um, and okay. that plays into the combat, which... So I think one of my favorite things in the newer combat scenarios is... So you would go into... Let's say you did one of like the Fisk hideouts as Peter. Um, you had one round where you would basically be able to sneak around and grab everybody. And then you'd get the last person and suddenly the call would go out. And then you were fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles's encounters are not like that. Um, Miles, very much, um, all of the people you need to deal with are there. And sometimes that means that there are 19 or 20 people in this area that are Mm. jumping around or that are, you know, like kind of walking and doing their own patrol thing. And Miles is very much a, I'm going to sneak in, I'm going to take care of these people. If I get caught... I'm going to camouflage and get the hell out of the way. Let things reset. Kind of let things, you know, and, and they don't ever do the um, the whole like, oh, I guess there's nothing here. Like when they when they go off, they, they know when they start, you know, like they make changes uh, to kind of keep looking out for him. But it is very much a, you know, do I want to try to take on all these people? No. Okay, no problem. Let me hit this. And they have answers to that kind of later on. Uh, okay. But that's that's the main, like, kind of action change is that Miles is very much uh, you have a lot more choices combat wise as to how you want to deal with things. So it, it sounds like they're further taking some pages from the, the Batman Arkham games uh, with, you know, instead of having a, a gargoyle to grapple onto and get out of the way, you have your cloak that you can kind of use to sort of reset the the playing field, but they never go fully back to, oh, well, I mean, Spider-Man was just here, but I guess he's gone now. Yeah, so he's gone we'll now. Just, it's, it's totally fine. We'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, they never go back to that. And it's it's a little less Arkham because uh, in Arkham you had your, I need to be stealthy in these sections because mm-hmm. they have guns and I will die. Or the, I need to go beat people up here because they don't have guns or they <laughs> do have one or two guns and I'll be fine. Gotcha. Um, so it's not. It's the it's it's not cut and dry, which is super nice, because there are rooms where you you know like you kind of get into and you're like, okay, the peop the kind of spread of people that are here and the stuff that they're equipped with, 
eh, I, you know what? If I get caught, that's fine. I could take this. And there are other times where you're like, if I get caught, I need to hide until I get this person, this person, this person, and this person down. And then after that, I'm okay. But otherwise, nope. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, what about the, the rest of the, the gameplay? Um, I mean, how does... I know that you have these other skills. Does Miles have all the abilities that Peter has? Is it same kind of progression skill tree where you're leveling up and putting points into, you know, being able to... I don't remember what the, the skill tree was uh, in Spider-Man because it wasn't... Like, it, it was just one of those things where it's like, you know, customize what order you get all of these abilities in. Um, and I don't know. Is that... That how it is so it is absolutely the same type of skill tree it's a lot smaller so there's a lot less skills you can also put those points into well there's like a bunch of different it's like three different currencies i think that you have in the game um yeah three skill point, of like nine yeah so there's skill points that you can put into your skills which i think there's probably what like a dozen or so um and only there's a couple of those that you can't get unless you play new game plus which i was not a huge fan of that decision but whatever um, and then there's gadgets that you can upgrade as well based on like the activities that you do. So very, okay. very similar, if not identical to what it was. So you're still putting the, like the, the gadget mod things on your, your suit and whatnot. Exactly. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, he's got two kinds of gadgets now there. Uh, there's a visor gadget, which honestly, it's just like a, another spot to put something because there's like, some visor gadgets that you take less range damage from, and there's some suit gadgets that you take less melee damage from, and you're like, I don't know quite how these work, but whatever. <laughs> some of them are a lot cooler than others. Uh, um, One to be careful about. <laughs> so they made a big deal recently that there was an Into the Spider-Verse suit, and mm -hmm. it looks fantastic. And the gadget that comes with the suit, uh, the one that you can buy with it, is it's called Vibe the Verse. And unbeknownst to me, <laughs> when you equip this particular gadget, um, the animation style for Miles changes. And it goes, um, so normally you have your full, you kind of have your full range of motion and everything is very smooth. Um, when you put this add-on on, or when you equip this little add-on, um, it goes to the um, almost stuttery uh, movement from the movie. The on-the-twos animation, animating every other frame. Yep, yeah, so it's every other frame. And when you put on that costume, like, holy crap, does that, did they just fucking chef's kiss nail that? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But if you keep that on, it happens to every other costume, too. And, man, let me tell you, does that kind of feel unplayable sometimes when you think that you're stuck like that because it's a bug. Especially in combat. <laughs> it it feels like you're almost in mud a little bit. Like It does. Or like mm. you're like a step behind, like you don't know what's happening. So, long story short, Brian sends me a message because he's reviewing the PS4 version and I'm reviewing the PS5 version. And he's like, hey, my uh, game seems to... I think be... I broke this. I think it's broken. <laughs> I uh, got the end of the Spider-Verse suit. 
And uh, I change suits and it's not turning off and my game is pretty much unplayable. And I'm like, huh, that's weird because I haven't got that suit yet. But I'm like, I could, I think I have enough points for it. So I'll, I'll try it. I'm like, huh, he's right. Sure enough, I'm doing the same thing. I'm floating around. I'm like, all right, I, I see the effect. Let me put on another suit. Whoa, it's happening to me. This must be an issue. This must be like a pre... Uh, a pre-release bug or something. Maybe I should let Sony know about it. <laughs> As one does, right? Uh, when you're reviewing right. a game. Yep. Yep. So I reach out to Sony and they're like, well, we're going to look into this and we'll let you know. I don't. We don't hear anything right away, but, you know, I, what do you say, Brian? Like eight hours later? Yeah, like eight hours. Not very long at all. That Sony announces the, the Spider-Verse. Yeah, and he gets a message that's like, nope, not a bug. This is what it is. This is a feature. Tell him to take off the vibe diverse thing and he'll be fine. <laughs> and so I had re I straight up restarted the game, was about two and a half hours into it, getting ready to kind of hit another big section again when Joel messages me and he's like, No, they said you just have to take this thing off. And so I switched back to the original game, take it off, and lo and behold, I've got full motion back. And I'm like, Oh my god, this is great, thank you. I'm an idiot. And so I go back and I read and like I read the thing and it says that it would transfer the aesthetic of the Spider-Verse into whatever costume you're wearing. Mm. And I'm like, I wish they had possibly used a different word than aesthetic because yeah. apparently that's too big for me and my dumb video game <laughs> mind to grasp. So, so yeah, so if you're playing the game, uh, know that when you are swinging around outside, it is, that is super cool. Awesome to do. Um, anytime you go inside an internal environment, um, take that thing off because it is, <laughs> it's terrible. Gotcha. Okay. I, I wish the most recent game I had reviewed had had a fix that simple. Not to name names. But anyway, moving on. Um, that sounds awesome. Yes. It is, it is fantastic, but... I, it's almost like uh, the black and white mode in Ghost of Tsushima. It's like, it's cool, okay. but I wouldn't necessarily keep it on for very long. Yeah, gotcha. I wouldn't play the whole yeah. thing in it. Not at all. Don't do that. You you try it, you go, that's really neat, and then you, yeah. you change it. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes total the sense. First, the first time you have it equipped in that suit and you swing down like one of the huge uh, like New York streets and let go, and he does kind of the backwards flailing flip, and you're like, oh, man. That's great. Uh, and then you don't have to use it ever again. That's fine. Then you don't. <laughs> awesome. Wonderful well, effect. They did a fantastic job animating that. I can't believe they managed to pull it off to such a degree that just looking at the screen, you're like, yeah, no, that's 100% what the movie looked like. Well, Joel, you, you brought up that you're playing it on PS5 and Brian is playing it on PS4. So uh what is what has that been like uh i i assume the ps4 version just looks and feels a lot like the ps4 version of spider-man from two years ago yep looks fantastic spider-man all the way uh the winter in new york looks great um all the animations for miles are um are fantastic um so like if you liked spider-man and the way that looks um outside of spider-man himself you will like (laughs) spider-man miles morales and the way that looks on the ps4 fantastic joel how is that shiny new giant console that takes up your entire living room? <laughs> so, yes, the PS5 does take up quite a bit of real estate. But I, I, I want to go at this a little different because I think Miles Morales might not be the like the game to say, like, hey, go show off your new PS5 with it. And I think sure. that – and that's not a bad thing. It's just I think 
the art style of Spider-Man and Miles Morales is such that like it looks great. But like I, I mean, the differences between PS4 and PS5 are probably not going to be massive. There's some there's some nice lighting effects. The ray tracing's kind of cool, but it's still pretty much the same game. It it reminds me of kind of like a remastered version of like a uh, like or like a PS4 of Spider-Man PS4 that's Pro. that's coming out. Yeah. <laughs> How was the loading between? There screen? is no loading. Oh, that's cool. Okay, because they yes. every so often I would get a loading screen. So if you, yeah, there was no, there is absolutely no loading screen in the entire game. Like, I don't know, like if you, if you fast travel, do you still go on the subway? Yes. Yeah, not on the PS5. Damn. Wow. That's cool. You just, you just land there. And like, if you, once you hit your game, I'd say it's five, like you get to the start screen, which probably takes five, 10 seconds. And then once you're at the start screen, you hit your load game. It's probably about five seconds until you're into the world and you don't have a God. load screen after that. Yeah, that's So that's cool. good. It's that's great. Cool. It, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Cause there are definitely a couple of, especially with like the hideouts and stuff where you would go into buildings and to load into that interior place, they would throw up one of the, you know, like miles screens that it would have tips at the bottom. And- I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I forgot. I mean, like this is, this sounds stupid because I've only had this console for like a week and a half, but like, I forgot that would even happen. Like, had we not had this conversation, like, it's just seamless, right? You just go into the, like, you walk into the building and then it's just, you're there. Like, that's awesome. That's actually really funny. I didn't even think of it that way. Um, So load times, I guess, is like the the huge highlight. There's not really any major, like, haptics or anything cool with the controller. This is an Astrobot or whatever that game's called. Uh, What is that game called? Astro's Journey? Yeah, the the Astrobot. Uh, Astro's Big Adventure? No, mm. that's the second way. Um, Adventures in Astrobotting? Um, I don't know. By the way... Uh, not not VR Astrobot, that one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to spoil, but that game is... Oh, buddy. That is a great game. <laughs> that is... What a pack-in. Oh, man. Um, that game shows off... Like, Astro shows off the haptics. Like, I, this... Feels like a, this feels like the continuation. This feels like the expansion. This does not feel right. like a new Spider-Man in terms of visuals and stuff, right? So this is sure. this is still the same game. I think it looks nice. I think the ray tracing is nice. There are two settings. I forget what they call them. One is 30 frames per second with ray tracing. The other is 60 frames without ray tracing um, and some other graphical flourishes. I think this 60 frames per second is just special like it is amazing but then if you like turn it on and off and you like notice that there's like a complete lack of reflections and some of the lighting Mm. looks really dull you're like all right i guess i'll just deal with 30 but just go to six if you get the ps5 and you're playing miles i highly recommend do a couple swings around the city in 60 and you if you've been one of those people that doesn't know the difference between the two you're going to see the difference. There's a huge <laughs> difference between 60 frames and 30 frames uh, swinging. Combat, a little less so, but like swinging through the city, it's pretty cool. Um, nice. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think the game looks phenomenal. It looked great on the PS4. It looked great on the PS4 Pro. It continues to look even better on the PS5, but the the uh, upgrade there is marginal. Imagine how well it or how good it's going to look on the PS5 Pro in a couple of years. <laughs> Man. When you're sitting on top of it because they turned it into a couch. Absolutely. Uh, well, that that is all just very exciting. I cannot wait to get my hands on this game. Um, and just, what, like a, a week now from when this is, is going up. Or less than a week. Less than a week. Uh, the 12th. 
uh, six days from from when this actually releases. That is that is exciting. Um, so uh, so yeah. Any other thoughts about Spider Man Miles Morales? I guess how's the cat? Sp- Spider-Man Spider-Man the cat. Spider-Man yeah. the cat. Yeah. Uh yeah, he's he's wonderful. Okay. Uh at one point, you know, they they showed off the 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 outfit. Um you actually you get that at the end of the game. Um yeah. and it's basically you get to go around with um Spider-Man the cat in your bag. And so it's it's the adventures of Spider-Man and Spider-Man. Cool. It seems like something that you would have to cuz by the time I finished this game, like I was 98 or 96% done. Um you don't get a ton of time with cat suit. Uh, no, if, oh no, no. That's so you, that's only if you decide to do like new game the ending plus. stuff. At the, exactly. Yeah. Is is uh, there a trophy for new game plus? I don't know because Sony hides all of the trophies until the game actually comes out. Oh, so trophies? I have no idea. I want to platinum this game, but I stopped even trying because I have to know what the trophies are. And even though there are some like helpful tips on the PS 5s UI with them they only show like three or four and so you don't get to see the full list of mm. um we have not you don't confirm get to see the full there list, so. is a 100 percent trophy <laughs> so yeah you know i just don't know which ones i'm missing awesome all right well again any any final thoughts about uh spider-man miles morales ryan i'll let you go first um if you enjoyed spider-man even a little bit the, the 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 insomniacs last go round um this is just as excellent um they've done a fantastic job with this spider world they've created um there are enough little callbacks to the first game that make you feel like you're you're really in you know you're involved in that particular story um some people pop up that you might not expect to see um there's a very, I mean, stick around for the stinger at the end of the credits, folks. Because, yep. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah. I mean, like, I, I I absolutely adore this game. They did a fantastic job with it. Um, Miles is a wonderful character. Um, representation 100% matters. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Yeah, my kids have been begging to play this, and I keep telling them <laughs> they can't because it's... It's embargoed. <laughs> Good Dark Station editor, bad dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> Playing it in front of him. My yeah. My seven year old stands next to me and just asks every question in the world, like possible. And then he's like, "Can I play this?" And I'm like, "No, it's embargoed. <laughs> you can't even look at this right now." And he's standing <laughs> there looking at this. Uh, well, Joel, what about you? I mean, I guess my my takeaway here is I actually hope Spider-Man 2 is Miles Morales. I think he's just such a more interesting character. I think his family and his friends are interesting. I think the story here is tight. He's definitely got to be involved. I don't know how they're going to what they're going to do, but oh my god. You can't just not have him there. Yeah. Okay. But it's phenomenal. I I, I think it's a perfect game. I think it's great. I think anyone that buys a PS5 that has any interest in Spider-Man um, or if you still have a PS4, uh, I think it's just tremendous. It's uh, just such a, they have nailed this formula. I said this a little bit in my review. I don't think they can get away with doing the same game again, but uh, I'm really happy they did the, you know, the 1.5 game here. I think it's great. Excellent. 
Well, I I am so happy that uh, that you guys are enjoying it and that it has turned out well. Uh, I'm in a much better mood now than I was when we started this conversation, so that is fantastic. Don't thank turn you on guys. The news. I'm not going to. I am not going to. Uh, thank you guys for sitting down and chatting with me about Spider-Man Miles Morales. If uh, you, dear listeners, want to know more about the game, then you can find links to both Al or not Alan. That's a that's a different guy. Both Brian and Joel's reviews in the show notes for this episode on Darkstation.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Darkstation underscore com. You can find us on YouTube and Facebook. You can email us at podcast at darkstation.com. And I, the, the only time I'm going to say this in a podcast, I'm going to be doing a 24-hour live stream tomorrow, the 7th and the 8th, for uh, Children's Hospital, the Extra Life live stream. I'm not going to play Spider-Man because um, I, I platinumed the first one, and I'm, I don't want to play it right now i'm waiting for for miles uh but that's gonna be a lot of fun so there'll there'll be links for all kinds of stuff you can if you follow us then you can you know see when when all that sort of stuff is happening so thank you guys once again and uh until next time be excellent to one another be safe out there thank you for voting if you did if you didn't then i hope you feel bad and uh agree have a good one yeah see ya. goodbye internet Hey everybody and welcome back to the Darkcast. I'm your host Jonathan Miley and we are continuing our discussion of our favorite games from the past decade and joining me for this segment is Alan Kessinger. Hello from your friendly neighborhood web slinger. <laughs> How are you doing Alan? Pretty good, pretty good. How about yourself Jonathan? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm happy to be sitting here to talk about uh, Spider-Man, uh, because it's always, it's, it's great when I can talk. So I, I don't know. I, I say this at the beginning of each segment, cause by and large, we're either talking about a game that I know and also love, or mm -hmm. we're talking about a game that I don't know anything about. Um, <laughs> and I love both situations. Um, I love learning about stuff that I, I don't know anything about, especially games that, you know, I've, I've noticed and I've seen, you know, on Twitter or on sales or I remember reviews and I, you know, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. um, but I also just, I just like getting to talk about things that I like too. Um, <laughs> and Spider-Man, man. Oh, so good. So good. Uh, so that good. Was... Not since Spider-Man 2 have I been excited about a Spider-Man game. Yes. Um, I So I have played a lot of Spider-Man games. Mm -hmm. uh, I played the, the one on... Uh, I didn't actually play it on PlayStation. I played it on PC. But the one for PS1 back in, what, 96 or 97 or whatever, mm -hmm. that had the like a lot of the voice cast from the 90s mm -hmm. cartoon. Uh, which I I really liked that cartoon uh, personally, <laughs> and uh, uh, that was that was really good. I never actually beat the final boss in that game, which mm -hmm. was uh, the the Carnage symbiote uh, gets onto Doc Ock, and he mm -hmm. is like chasing you through this ventilation system thing, and I just Ooh. like it was so difficult. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I my was, earliest Spider-Man game that I can think of is uh, Spider-Man versus the Kingpin on the Sega Genesis, mm. and um, 
really kind of struggling with that game because like it had a Spider-Man sense of humor, but I remember the music like freaking me out. Um, (laughs) And the game ends with the titular um, confrontation with the Kingpin. And while you're fighting him, Mary Jane is slowly being dropped into a vat of acid. Oh yeah. 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 You got to shoot your webs to, to stop it. And like, I remember not knowing what to do at first and watching this poor woman be fridged into a vat of acid was very upsetting. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And I'm like, Uh, wait, you know, this is, this is kind of messed up. (laughs) Uh, was it, there was one that had to do with Venom and Carnage, wasn't there? Uh, for the either the Genesis or uh, maybe if there SNES. was, I if there was, I don't remember it, but would not okay. be surprised. Um, I remember seeing uh, stuff about that and thought it looked really cool, but I, I never, I never played it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then actually the the Spider Man one the the game based on the first Tobey Maguire Sam Raimi yes. Movie. Uh, yeah. I bought before I got an Xbox. Um, <laughs> I knew I was getting an Xbox for Christmas, and <laughs> I was at Blockbuster one day, and it was like I don't remember how much it was, but it wasn't very expensive. And I was like, "Man, I love Spider-Man, and I love that movie. Let's get that game." Because I don't know anything about reviews at that point. I hadn't played Spider-Man <laughs> or any video games in years. I don't know how this works. The box says it's great, so it's gotta right. be. Um, and it's in that hot Sam Raimi Spider-Man font. I mean, oh, come on. Oh, yeah. You mean the PS3 font, right? That's, right. That's what <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I, I didn't actually, I did not play Spider-Man 2 um, for years because mm-hmm. I was really off-put by the fact that the game didn't actually look as good as the first one, which I right. did not understand that, you know, I don't know. I was dumb. I was, I don't know, mm-hmm. what, like 12, 13, 14, something mm-hmm. when those games came out. And I didn't understand that, you know, one was open world and the other was level based. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, I was, I was a stupid kid. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I, I didn't play it for a long time. And it's, it's really interesting kind of going back to it because on the one hand, like Spider Man 2 kind of totally holds up. And on yeah. the other hand, it kind of does not at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, I know exactly what you're weird. talking about. It's uh, like you play it and you're just like, man, why didn't other games take this and run with it? Because mm-hmm. literally no other Spider-Man game, even the ones that have had like, well, I mean, pretty much everything since Spider-Man 2 has been an open world design except right. for, uh, what was it? Shattered Dimensions and Edge of Time did the, right. the kind of level-based theme with multiple Spider-Mans is... Um, and, uh, tan, uh, tangentially related, mm-hmm. I feel that maybe sometime after Spider-Man 2, there ended up being a a game called Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Yes, yes, yes. Which, yes. Mm-hmm. which took that open world and ran with it, and that game was awesome. It is. Especially... Like when you could take a bus, rip it in half, and turn it into boxing gloves. Yes, where I mean, you can have Hulk cans for your Hulk cans. It's <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, yeah, no that that game is interesting because uh, you like while you can run around the open world, you have to mm-hmm. go back to like this little castle 
church mm-hmm. thing <laughs> to like start new missions and then yeah. you like you jump from the castle to a place in the city to then yep. carry out it's so bizarre <laughs> yeah. like um as much as i bemoan the fact that like everything is open world now mm-hmm. i i do not want to go back to the wild west of people trying to figure out what the hell an open world game is uh <laughs> because they're there's some weird design choices from like the mid 2000s when it was right. like copy GTA mm-hmm. or do something else and have it be uh-huh. real weird. Um, but but anyway, anyway, it like so I mean there were there were a ton of other games. There was Web of Shadows which I think mm-hmm. is okay except for the fact that the voice of Spider-Man is absolutely mm-hmm. god awful. Was it Neil Patrick Harris? Uh no. Um your th- he was the voice from uh, I think actually both Shattered Dimension and Edge of Time, uh, but okay. he played two different Spider-Mans in that one. Uh-huh. Um, because for, I know for, uh, and Neil Patrick Harris was also the voice of Peter Parker in the MTV CGI sequel series to the first Spider-Man movie with, um, uh, you know, Tobey Maguire and all that, which hmm. that was that was a weird show. Um, I don't know why I know so much about all this Spider-Man stuff. Like, he's not even. I wouldn't even put him in like my top five like <laughs> superheroes. <Yep. laughs> but um, uh, but in, in a way, like Spider-Man is probably the best like video game superhero. Yes, um, and not not just because he's had like. I'm pretty sure he's had the most video games, but just the idea of Spider-Man, like mm-hmm. I think it best fits into what video games can do and do right. well. Um, but um, but yeah, no, Web of Shadows was was another open world one, and I don't remember, I don't know who the voice. I think it was somebody who had not been Spider-Man before. Um, and it's, he just sounds really whiny. It's real Mm -hmm. awful. It's, it's so bad. But, um, but anyway, all that aside, like there have been, there have been so many Spider-Man games, some based on movies, some not. Probably Um, I'd be, I'd be interested to know if there are as many Batman games as there are Spider-Man games. Cause mm. like Batman and, and Spider-Man seem to be those that, those kind of characters that lend themselves easily to different kind of video games. But yeah, absolutely. Um, That would be that would be interesting to look at, uh, mm. and at some point, I'm sure me and Brian are going to talk about uh, either Spider or Batman, uh, Arkham City or Arkham mm-hmm. Knight. Uh, we've I'd already be disappointed about, if you didn't. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've already talked about Batman Telltale series, so uh, <laughs> there'll be more Batman to come. But um, yeah. but anyway, so we're here to talk about not all of those other Spider-Man games that we spent like the last mm-hmm. ten minutes talking about. Uh, but the one from just a couple of years ago, 2018, uh, Spider-Man by Insomniac Games, um, and that was that was my game of the year for that year, mm-hmm. like by a huge margin. Like that, it's, it's... <laughs> yeah, no that that beat out Red Dead Redemption too for me, and I yeah. loved Red Dead Redemption too. I did not, but I appreciate that it exists. Um, <laughs> Uh, that is actually a weird tangential thing. Uh, I put that down as my fifth uh, game of the year, I believe, like mm-hmm. the number five one. And I had not finished it, and I still haven't finished it. And and all honestly, that's like, I think that's one of the few, like, 
game of the year entries that I kind of regret. Mm -hmm. Um, Not because I I don't think it's good. Like, I think I'm glad that it is what it is, you Mm -hmm. know, but if I were to champion a game from that year, um, honestly, of all things, I think I'd I'd rather have Assassin's Creed Odyssey on that, in Mm. that top five or the Mm -hmm. fifth um, thing on there. Um, Just because I, I really like, what that game did in a lot right. of ways. Um, but, but anyway, um, but yeah, it was, it's, it's funny. There are some years where I'm making my, my top five list and you know, I may have, you know, I don't know, like all of them are just like, okay. And I don't have a clear winner. Some right. years I'm like, okay, all three of these win. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one wins the most though. Um, but it was literally like two hours into Spider-Man. And I was like, this is my game of the year. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care what comes out after this. I don't remember what came out before this because all I care about is is Spider-Man right now. And I finished it in like, I don't know, a weekend or a week or like it wasn't long. And they came out with a, not I guess not a day one patch, but they came out with like a, a new DLC very quickly mm-hmm. that gave you a new ultimate difficulty. Mm-hmm. They gave you a new game plus and something else. Uh, I don't remember what they added like really soon. And I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to play this again right now. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I, did, I did two playthroughs back to back. Um, and even when I first started, one of the collectibles that you have is backpacks that Peter Parker has, uh, Mm -hmm. stored throughout the city. And so when, after your first mission with Kingpin, um, you, it shows you, you know, some of the collectibles that you can do and you have these radio towers, which by God, I hope they get rid of those, (laughs) um, Spider-Man two, but, um, because even like basically all the Ubisoft things have gotten rid of the Ubisoft towers, so right. everybody yeah. else should move on to. Um, but so I, I do the radio tower, and then I, I I literally just go around and do all the towers, um, and then I also went around and did all the backpacks again. You don't get another achievement for getting the backpacks a second time, <laughs> but it was like before I knew it, I had all like fifty of them, and I was like, oh. I, I don't need to do that with all the collectibles again. I've already, I've already got them all. I, I should mm-hmm. just play this. Um, which, uh, yeah, man, that game is just real good. <laughs> People have talked about it being a great Spider-Man movie, and I feel like that's a really weird thing to say. Mm-hmm. Um, because that yeah but you know that's that's the one thing that caught me by surprise because i mean the the spider-man one and two games those those were based off of movies and um and i i want to say i briefly played through shattered dimensions Mm -hmm. and kind of quickly fell off of it but you know whereas most of these other um Spider-Man games that I have played kind of feel like, you know, torn from the comic book pages. This was the one that like really kind of approached it from a cinematic angle. I mean, for God's sakes, it starts with that classic um, Marvel um, intro, you know, Mm -hmm. with the logo and everything. But um, yeah, no, I mean, they kind of went in it. I, I, you know, I can't speak for them, but it's just, just my impression of it. But it seemed like Insomniac went in and it's like, Hey, we're going to make a Spider-Man movie that you can play 
And they succeed on that on so many levels that it's quite terrifying. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's I don't know. It, it it's weird. I think in some ways because the story is as good as it is, um, and the villain is as good as as he is. Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. fair warning, spoilers. I should say it at the top of the episode, but if I forget, spoilers again now. Um, like Doc Ock is 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 great, and it's oh one of those. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, like I don't know. I I think it's one of those things where like you could make a movie out of this and it mm-hmm. it could be a really good movie. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I, I do feel like it's kind of weird for people to talk about like that, you know, this new Spider-Man game is, is the best Spider-Man movie that we've had in a long time, which obviously that was before Oops. into the Spider-Verse came out and then into the Spider-Verse <laughs> came out that year. And it's like, man, this is a great year for Spider-Man. Right. Um, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's just, it's weird to say that with this game, because especially with something like Spider-Man that has existed in, in movies, both good and bad. And he's existed in comic books and cartoons and games. It, the, just the idea of being like, Oh, like there's been so many good Spider-Man things. Like Mm -hmm. there's no need to do the mental gymnastics of being like, Oh, this would be great if it was also this, like just it, like, I don't know. There, there's enough good <laughs> Spider-Man stuff. Just let this be a yeah. great Spider-Man game. But I, yeah. I think part of it is because um, this game, better than, than any other Spider-Man game, does a great job of doing its own take on the universe. Yes. Like, it's, it's not yes. a... It's not a Spider-Man or, or Marvel Ultimates sort of situation mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, we're going to reimagine everything. Right. But it's... I don't know. I feel like the people at insomniac took the time to think it's like okay like some things are pretty similar to you know the way that they would have been like shocker uh Mm -hmm. which i'm pretty sure is like the only villain that has been in like 75 (laughs) percent of all spider-man games um but uh but like shocker's pretty much shocker like there's Mm -hmm. nothing new or different about him and there doesn't really need to be um, but everybody else, they, they kind of like, kind of think through, it's like, okay, this world that we've made that it's, you know, it's, it's our New York, but okay, mm-hmm. there's Spider-Man. Uh, they don't really talk about a lot of other heroes. I mean, you see some stuff, there are Easter eggs of, you, you see like the, mm-hmm. um, the Wakanda embassy, you see the mm-hmm. Baxter building for the Fantastic mm-hmm. Four, and you see the, um, St. Sanctorial Sanctorum Sanctum Sanctorum Yeah <laughs> Doctor Strange's house Yeah um, You see that place And so I mean there, there are obvious Easter eggs To the fact that Other Marvel stuff Exists here But mm-hmm. by and large Like this is Like it's not like a It's not like The Christopher Nolan Batman movies Where it's like Okay Batman is the only Superhero Right And like everything else About this world is Is our world But then we've got This Gotham place And we've got this dude Running around in a mask Causing Mm -hmm. escalation Um, It's not quite to that level But at the same time It is very much Like it's own Thing It's not Mm -hmm. It's not You don't see Iron Man Showing up And you don't see All that Other things and and so it's like okay if this is sort of real world like how could these things look Mm -hmm. um and and also from the fact that it's a video game things can still very much look like a comic book um i've 
I rewatch the Young Justice cartoon pretty regularly. Um, and I was rewatching an early episode in that show recently, and there's this villain called Twister who is this big red metal robot, and he's got these blue tubes kind of coming out of him, and he he looks like a, a kind of a dumb uh, comic book or cartoon character. Um, mm-hmm. Not in that he looks stupid, but I mean, he just, he looks like a cartoon character. And if you were to translate that into real world, you know, you'd have to make it so much more realistic, and you, mm-hmm. you would do, I don't know, the... Like so many characters in the the Marvel movies look, you know, enough like the counterparts that you know who it is. But at the mm-hmm. same time, they try to make it look like it would look if this was real life, because this is real life. That is a human being in a costume or with CGI over them or whatever. Right. Um, but I feel like with this being a cartoon, like you can have you can have. Uh, Rhino be like nine feet tall, and it it's not weird because it's right. all computer graphics, and so this is even though the graphics look really good and a lot of stuff is very photorealistic, mm-hmm. because it's a video game, you can lean into the goofiness of some right. character designs, and it because doesn't, doesn't feel out um, of place. Doesn't Vulture, um doesn't he look like he does in the comic book where he's basically in a wingsuit? Yes. Like a bird suit? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think the same thing too for Electro, although I don't remember him having his, um, his like, you know, uh, lightning bolt face mask. Right. Um, yeah. So, so Electro in Spider-Man, uh, Marvel's Spider-Man for the PS4. Cause I don't know. I, I wish they had given it some sort of subtitle just to help like, mm-hmm. When, when you say Spider-Man the game, like, just to know that's what you're talking about. Uh, right. But anyway, um, yeah, so uh, Electro in, in the game does not have the classic yellow mask with lightning bolts, like, coming out from his face. He actually mm-hmm. has a scar on his right. face of that yep. pattern, which, like, yep. that's one of those things that, like, okay, I don't, I honestly don't know if there's a way to make that mask look cool, but that scar... That looks pretty cool. That mm-hmm. looks very villain esque. Um, yeah, no, just yeah. Some of the ways that they 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 do stuff like that, like they make that a little more realistic. But then he's still got basically like neon yellow and green outfit kind of thing. Otherwise, yep. um, it's yeah, it's just the 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 redesigns of the characters. Honestly, the only one that I don't really like, I don't like Scorpion. He's got these mm-hmm. like big red lens things on his face that come down like past his face like he, i don't know yeah i don't think he looks great um i don't think he looks terrible but i just i don't think he looks as good as basically everybody else um no. and that's not to mention um spider-man the the costume the cost the advanced mm-hmm. suit as it is called in game mm-hmm. is my favorite spider-man costume yeah ever bar none (laughs) like i i unlocked all of them in the game and i would wear them for a few minutes because oh they're cool yeah that looks neat that's that's Mm. oh i I like having one that looks like i'm uh um you know a cartoon running around in the city or the ones inspired by the um the one that makes you look like spider-man 
Peter B. Parker. Or no, mm-hmm. it's not Peter. It's the, the regular Spider-Man. Uh, they should have done the one with the sweatpants. That would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. But the the Spider-Man from the uh, Into the Spider-Verse movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, like all... Like, they're all great. And I'd play them for a few minutes. It's like, oh, it's cool. But I, I always went back to the giant white emblem on the front. Because I've always... That's always been pretty a, slick. I've always been yeah. a huge fan of the symbiote costume with mm-hmm. its giant white emblem on the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've also... I like a classic Spider-Man suit as well. And they basically just took the best elements of both and put yeah. them into a suit. And it... I... Yeah. No, that that's... The suits in this game are... so good! Great. Yeah, and the white... Yeah, the, the suit that they made specifically for this game is pretty fantastic. Um, I loved the... Um, cartoon Spider-Man and part of me kind of wished that like I don't know you could trigger a special like if, if you did a certain web sling it would like play a clip of the old theme song oh yeah um but really I end up spending the entire game with the Stark suit I don't know why but I love that suit so much um yeah, which one is are, is that the Iron Spider suit from no, the that's movie the, or the that's original the one, Iron Spider suit? No, or, no, that's wait, the okay. Stark suit is the one that Peter got in Homecoming, um, and it's got that really kind of understated uh, spider on the front. Oh, it's, yeah, it's not yeah, very okay, large, okay, okay. You know. Um, but like the foot, I love like the foot pads. I just love the color and the and like the stitching design. On, I don't know. I just I love that suit. Gotcha. I so there was something about that suit that just felt off to me, and mm-hmm. honestly, I think it's the fact, I, and I don't know if this is real or true or not, but I think Spider-Man in the game is taller than Tom Holland, <laughs> and the proportions of the suit looked weird to me. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I, I think that's what it was, <laughs> which is a really weird thing um, to to nitpick. Um, no. But yeah, no that that suit does look good. But honestly, even like when that movie came out, that that's never been my favorite suit. Like I, I mm-hmm. don't know, it's like the the black bands around stuff. I've never yeah. really been a fan of. Actually, I like the the black um, Spider Man Far From Home suit. Yeah, a yeah, lot that more cool in too. the game yeah. uh, than the uh, than the the Stark suit. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, there, there's just so much attention to detail in that game. There even is. like the the uh, <clears throat> the the Raimi suit that they have in there yeah. looks yeah. so good. Yeah. No, I I happened across a Twitter post this morning, and for at first I thought it was you. Um, <laughs> it's it's a collection of some really hot looking uh, photo mm. mode captures, mm. and one of them is um, the suit that you have at the beginning of the game. And I'm just yeah. looking at it like close up right now. Like you can see the individual bumps like the, the fabric on on the suit and mm-hmm. where the lines have been kind of embroidered on. It's insane. Like, it it's absolutely insane. Yeah, it's that the... Oh, man, that game just looks... It looks especially really the good. Especially just look really yeah. good. Personally, yeah. so I... I don't know. Especially since this is comic book inspired, um, anytime you do photorealistic graphics eventually that's not going to look as good as it does mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for a Spider-Man 2, uh, I really hope that they... 
I don't think they even need to lean like super hard into a comic book style. You know, this doesn't need to be into the Spider Verse. Although I mm-hmm. think that would be a great look for a video game. It um, would. They could also go the Uncharted look, where it was like it was a really it's a really nice blend between like realistic looking people, but done in a sort of you know sculpted sure um, sculpted way that but, uh, didn't make it look like uh, Uncanny Valley or anything like that. Sure. But even like I mean, I don't know, now that we have Uncharted Four and um and I was gonna say five, we don't have five, we have Lost Legacy. Um like the the first three games don't look near as good anymore. Uh they mm-hmm. looked great and like some vistas still look absolutely fantastic, but some of the characters don't look as I mean that's just, I don't know, that just happens. So mm-hmm. with the next game, I would like to see them do something a little more cartoony something you know maybe slightly more exaggerated um just because i think it'll hold up better uh for the future and i feel like it just kind of makes sense mm-hmm. um for you know the kind of game that it is um but there, there's just so much that i like with this game um it's it's really hard to talk about any one thing besides you know suits and obviously there's the web slinging which feels yeah. great and that was it was kind of funny it, it seemed like every single review that came out for this game was like it makes you feel like spider-man mm-hmm. uh it's like what does that even mean like those those words don't actually make sense like i'm pretty sure i said them too but mm-hmm. it's like, it, well it's, it's interesting <laughs> to, to look back i mean i can't i can't really say much for um you know the Beanox games or whatever, but just just like the evolution of swinging and like the first, spy like the movie Spider Man game where it was like you were shooting webs into the sky, right. and like the animation for it was really awkward and 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 stiff and goofy looking, um, and then you had Spider Man Two, which made swinging way more technical by mapping it to the L and R uh, bumper button so like you 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 know have to do like okay i'm swinging with my left but i got to do it in a building and like very very technical very awesome but very technical right um and what i liked with uh, marvel spider-man is it still has that technical feel but they've uh just confined it to one button right so you still get that feeling of like okay yeah i gotta i gotta think about how I'm going to swing, how am I going to, you know, pull this maneuver, uh, the swinging maneuver in the air, but, you know, simplified it by just leaving it to, you know, one button, which makes it all the more comfortable and, you know, right. one less thing to worry about. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, there's so many individual things about this game that just like screams its attention to detail, which honestly I'm surprised because I never would have figured Insomniac was um, like, big on that i mean i've I've played insomniac games but attention to detail is something i've never kind of equated with them Hmm. um so i don't know if it was just sony like throwing money at them to make this game good um or what but like i think the thing that we both liked was the conversations he would have in game oh yeah that are basically they recorded them twice one where he's just kind of walking around and and or taking a rest or whatever Mm -hmm. and the other where he's swinging so he's strained he's shouting he's like yelling over the you know over the action and everything i'm like that's insane like that's absolutely insane um uh also i'm pretty sure yuri lowenthal is now just my de facto (laughs) spider-man Like That's they, right. can, it was they, can, they yeah. can just overdub, um, you know, future 
Tom Holland movies no, with him, and I'll, I'll be no, okay with that. No. Uh, other people aren't. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> that's I'm okay with that is all I'm saying. Um, Honestly, for me, if they if they got Tom Holland in to voice Spider-Man, I would have been, like, I would have lost it. <laughs> you're, you're but wrong. but you know what? I, I like the Prince of Persia, and he the Prince of Persia does a good Spider-Man, so, you know, I will not... Uh, I will not discredit his work, um, especially like in the games, like surprisingly, like like heavy moments, yeah. um, like the kind of climax between him and Doctor Octopus is like some of the finest, um, like game direction and voice acting, right. um, and you know, talk about crazy things like just that whole sequence with um, Mary and. Um, Peter Parker where they're just texting each other. Yeah. And like they have an entire scene around, you know, them effectively breaking up um after kind of coming close again. Just like over oh man, it's so good. And mm-hmm. even all the stuff with uh even by throwing Miles Morales in there and like his story and like Peter taking yeah. him under his wing. Like there's so many things in here that like I was not expecting from a Spider-Man game. Like I would expect we would get a lot of, uh, I basically, I I was kind of expecting they were going to rehash Spider-Man two, which at the end of the day, I'm fine with that. Um, as long as they cut out the mini game where you have to help get that kid, their balloon back, um, (laughs) under penalty of hearing like this child wailing about her lost balloon. Um, I still wake up screaming, uh, when I think of those, um, but no, I mean it does it does so many things right and it does it takes it it makes a really deep and nuanced and fleshed out story with these comic book characters, you know, with yeah. Dr. Octopus and Mr. Negative and the Sinister Six and like, you know, you've got all of those moments but you've got all these other like, you know, kind of tender sequences of just Peter just trying to trying to be an adult trying to adult in new york city like the world's most expensive city (laughs) yes um yeah no what what this game does really well is it it, i mean it does what any really good spider-man story does Mm -hmm. and that it, it brings the the conflict of everything not just on the level of Spider-Man, but to the level of Peter Parker as well. And it's the the decisions that he has to make kind of between the two personas. And it's, you know, usually like, you know, the the best Spider-Man stories are where somebody close to Peter is both in trouble and causing the trouble. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, not just close to Spider-Man, but close to to Peter Parker. Right. Um, And And I think that works. They they do a, a really good job and they just they do so much in this game. I mean, right, all the stuff yeah, that you're talking it's about packed. With, with um with introducing Miles Morales and giving him spider powers and introducing the mm-hmm. Sinister Six and having the origin story of Doctor Octopus. Mm-hmm. But they also wisely step around some other stuff that we usually have to have in Spider Man stories. Like we don't right. we don't see Uncle Ben die. We mm-hmm. don't see Mary Jane and uh, Peter Parker meet. They're actually post breakup, mm-hmm. and like they put them, they put characters in some interesting situations because we don't usually get to see them in that because um, 
I'm sure there's like some interview or there's, I don't know where, but Stan Lee liked to talk about the idea of like feeling like things change in comics, mm-hmm. but they basically just always come back to a status quo. Mm-hmm. Um, and this game kind of starts with a lot of things outside of that status quo. Uh, and it works. Really and it continues, well. it continues that through the very end. I mean, yeah. spoiler alert, Aunt May dies. You know, yeah. that, that, that kind of figure who's always like Aunt May, who's always been seen as this elderly woman has lasted longer than any other Marvel character. Like she, she has cheated death. Maybe mm. she is death. I don't know. But like, she's, she's been this like constant figure. Like she's yeah. this anchor for Peter. Um, and at the end of the game, like he's forced to make a choice and he ends up uh, making one that takes Aunt May from him. Yeah. And that's like, okay. And like, even, even the, um, the, the tag at the end where they've completely turned around, um, Harry Osborn, like they, they're setting up, setting up him to be Venom. Yeah. Um, which is disappointed because disappointing. Cause I, at least I want, I want, uh, the green goblin to appear like in some capacity. I want, I, you know, I, I want a boss sequence where you have to like shoot a web onto his glider and he's like flying throughout the city trying to knock you off and you have to you have to avoid these but like I want something like that but but no yeah I mean they completely switch things around you know they're they're like you said earlier like they're making this their Spider-Man universe and I love it like yeah. it's it's throwing all of these um curveballs that um you know are so refreshing, you know, because again, you know, these are like mainstay characters who are going to be around long after we're gone. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just to, to kill her off and take that anchor away from Peter. Like that's going to be, that's going to, that's, I want to see how that's going to affect him in the next game. I mean, like what, like we say about movies, it's like, okay, how, how is the sequel going to address this? How is this video game going to handle all these major changes in, not in you know Peter's life, but also like standard Marvel formula. Um, yeah, very, very much like the the Telltale Batman games. It feels like they had a version of Spider Man that they wanted to explore. Yeah, and they very much uh, get the chance to to do that here. Uh, for the the weak points of the game, because I mean no game is perfect. Um, for me, I I did not mind the kind of walking segments where you were other characters or when you were Peter Parker, especially because mm-hmm. um, that just kind of, I don't know, that brought the, the action down a little right. bit. And I very much appreciate when things slow down a little bit. Um, so it, I, a funny, funny story about that. Okay. Um, I thought, you know, I, I played spider you know it was this game holds a, a an extra special place in my heart because i played this it debuted when i was doing my first uh 24 hour charity stream mm-hmm. and so um it was effectively like oh look at me i'm premiering a brand new game and uh there were quite a few people in the chat and like we were all of us were like really into how the game starts with you swinging through the city and then you start seeing more police cars uh like heading towards the fisk building you're 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 ascending the tower you're fighting these guys you fight the friggin kingpin and you bring him to justice and what's yep. the next thing you do a pipe puzzle minigame and it's like <laughs> ooh 
Um, very brave of them to put this after like one of the most engaging and exciting opening sequences in a video game I've ever played. <laughs> yeah. So, so those I wasn't a huge fan. I did them all because I. Right. I oh yeah. I don't course. even know what the reward was, but this I was did them this all. is like the the second um, or third game I've only platinum. So of course I did them. Yes. Um, and this is actually this is the first and only game that uh, Joel has platinumed. Um, but. Uh, it's, I don't know. So, so I think there are too many stealth sequences. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they work pretty well for Mary Jane because, by and large, like in this, like I, I like the reinvention of Mary Jane in this—that she's not an actress or mm-hmm. you know a little bit <laughs> of an airhead. Like she's, I don't know, she's more like like Lois Lane to Clark yeah. Kent than, yeah, than classic exactly. Mary Jane. And I, I feel like this Peter Parker and Mary Jane would like each other more, which I mean, I think I'm not a huge fan of uh, Kristen Dunst as an actress, but Mm -hmm. I like that version of Mary Jane and that she's much more down to earth than Mm -hmm. she is a lot of the time. Um, And so, so I I like this Mary Jane and I like those kind of missions, but I feel like it really culminates when there's a, a mission at, uh, was it Grand Central Station? I yes, yes. And so you're Mary Jane, but Spider-Man is there, and you're pointing out people for him to like yeah. take out. Yeah. And like that mission would have been way cooler if there were a lot less stealth missions mm-hmm. where you're sneaking around. Otherwise, yeah. Because yeah, that was the only one I really enjoyed. It yeah no that one's great, and I I think it it works. So going back to like, there are some missions where they kind of start out as like, Oh, you're miles Morales. You need to make it to the feast center and you start out walking, but Oh, there's a stealth section because Mm -hmm. these guys have taken over this alley. I don't know why this alley, but they're here (laughs) and you got to make it through. And it's like, I think it would have been fine to just walk there. And you know, maybe miles talks on the phone with Peter. Maybe he talks with his mom and, and dad, you know, whatever the case may be, like he's just, it could just be a, a slow moment and that would have been totally fine. So I think, I think maybe quarter the number of stealth segments for the next game, mm-hmm. um, make the Mary Jane focus. Cause I feel like that makes sense. Plus now that yes. miles has powers, that would not make sense for him to do stealth elements. Um, but have them also be, I don't know. I think it would be kind of cool to do stuff where Spider-Man is there and you're not Spider-Man and you're kind of helping him, uh, mm-hmm. if, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, if you want to slow the game down, just, just slow it down. Like yeah. you don't have to inject stealth elements to, to do that. Like, right. it's, yeah. Um, very, especially yeah. very contrived. Yeah. Um, so, so there's that. And then also the, the DLC, uh, by and large, is not great in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's fun. No. It is more Spider-Man, which is good because Spider-Man's good. Yeah. Uh, but it's, I think they really do a disservice to uh, all of the female leads in those games. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Black Cat is is fun in the yep. the first one, but then she gets sidelined until she randomly saves you uh, in the third. TLC, mm-hmm. um, the uh, Captain uh, Yuri. Uh, Ta- oh crap! What's your name? Um, 
the the captain that helps you. You're like yeah, James Gordon in this game. I, honestly, I'm I'm gonna be no help here because I've like completely forgotten the DLC. I, I just, <laughs> but I I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I, um, oh. But yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, so it like they they do a thing with her, and I guess I'm just gonna continue with spoilers. Um, but they, they basically make her a villain in, in the DLC of this game. And for a character that for the main game is with you as much as she is, Mm -hmm. and you get to do the whole spider cop thing with her. And it's like, there's, she's a really good character. And then she's just like gone for a DLC or two. And then there's this. It's not even like part of the main mission. It's like some side stuff that you can find with these crime scenes. And then you find out that she's, you know, going to take revenge now and right. she's evil. And it's like, like she could have been the main villain of the next game. Mm-hmm. Like if this is the route you want to go with her, like, I feel like that is a compelling arc to do with somebody. And I think very much like Harry Osborn vil- venom, um, in the next game could be the Mr. Negative of mm-hmm. of that game and then find out that kind of the, the real antagonist is this this other person. And I feel like she deserved a lot more. Uh, and then finally, uh, Silver Sable comes back and she's cool because in this universe, she's basically Russian Batman right. um, with guns. <laughs> and... It's really kind of awesome. <laughs> like yeah. I, I liked her character by and large, but again, like she's kind of like sidelined for the most part. Um, and then, and then the villain is mm-hmm. freaking Hammerhead, and he yeah. is so one note, <laughs> and he is so uninteresting. Especially when you look at Mister Negative and you look at Doc Ock from the the main game. Like those are really well done characters, mm-hmm. and. Hammerhead's whole thing is he wants to build the mob back up to the power that it was it was at before. And yeah. like that's it. He's mm-hmm. that's all he's got. He's not he doesn't going back to that, like what makes a good Spider Man like story is when you have a character that is close not only to Spider Man but to Peter Parker. That is not there. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Um and I, I feel like I feel like you could really easily take, and I think there's a, an old podcast of me and Brian talking about this, but I feel like you could take uh, Tombstone, which there's a side mission with, where you mm. defeat oh, him. Oh, right, yeah. You could you could pick him up, and you could plop him down in yeah. this DLC and make it ten times better <laughs> because you already have a connection with this character. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really frustrating because he's a really crappy villain. Yeah, he is. And that um, bo- I hated that boss fight with him. Oh yeah, like what what <laughs> it, Okay, he's got a metal plate in his head. I get it. Yeah. He's got a metal plate, but why why can't I shoot the rest of his face? Mhm. Why is it just the one spot? It 
Yeah. Doesn't make any nah, sense. It, yeah, it's it's the most video game ass yeah. video game fight. Oh yeah. Um and in like the full game prior where you had all these great like set pieces, it's, it's Yeah, a and there's bummer. some like especially the boss battle where you're fighting both Scorpion and Rhino. Yeah. And then where you're fighting Electro and Vulture. Like mm-hmm. those are really yeah, cool. Those are and cool. Really fun. They're they're very inventive. Um they they work really well Mm -hmm. uh and then you got this one where you just have to like dodge around until you can shoot a laser at his forehead and then you go punch him and it's (laughs) it's just dumb it's dumb yeah (laughs) and then also the whole thing about like he he dies he's dead for like 15 minutes Mm -hmm. he gets picked up by the um uh like the the city the uh, not mortician, but the um, coroner. The coroner. There you go. Yeah. And they shock him back to life. Then, like after, like he's literally been dead for twenty minutes. Right. <laughs> and they shock him back to life. And it's like, no, I, like I know we're, <laughs> I know we're a, you know, a comic book, but that is a little, that's a little, like you at least need to inject him with some weird comic book serum thing that brings mm-hmm. people back to life. Um. <laughs> It's it's played out, but call it Lazarus and shoot him up with it, and he's alive. That's right. fine. This is a comic book, but <laughs> doing like normal real life stuff to somebody that that doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, mm. Yeah. So, and also the the side mission things where you have the 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 Twitch streamer basically lady. Yeah, yeah. The, I where hated it, those. those combat things. So I yeah. I platinum the original game mm-hmm. i have not gotten all the trophies in the dlc solely because i refuse to do Same. any more of those missions than Same. i am required yep. to. no i'm right there with you <laughs> uh those were those were not great if um, uh if insomniac is listening though i'm definitely looking forward to the um la noir style mini games featuring spider cop in the sequel so that would be very interesting they can yes. uh, they can start working on that. Yeah, absolutely. that'd be great. Uh, that would be great. <laughs> I lo- I you know spider. This, this whole spider cop thing is just wonderful because at the end of the day, like you know Peter Parker is is this hero. He's he's having to come to terms with some really heavy stuff, but at the end of the day, he's still he's nothing is going to change the fact that he's a dork. And yep. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that they take the opportunity to just make him in the dork that he is. Yes. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but also, again, kind of going back to, like, who this Spider-Man is. Um, like, I really like that he's not a photojournalist in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, because, well, I don't know, that that's always worked. And his relationship with, like, J. Jonah Jameson is, mm-hmm. is always... A highlight, especially in the Raimi movies, um, like it also just kind of doesn't make sense. Like, no. you, like it works in like high school Peter Parker, where he just mm-hmm. needs to have a job that he can he can do outside of school, and yes. that also he can do while he's also being Spider Man. Like there are elements that make sense um, situationally, I guess, but from a character perspective, like him continuing to be a photographer, like into adult life 
has never made sense to me. And the fact that mm-hmm. in this, he is a research assistant to a, you know, a famous doctor who has fallen on hard times and isn't getting the, you know, is classic like Peter Parker situation uh, where he's not, you know, he's not super yeah. successful. Um, yeah. <laughs> like it, it's great. It works so much better than, um, than him being just a, a photojournalist. Mm-hmm. And also the idea of somebody being solely a photojournalist in like 2020 or 2018. And, li- and living and, in New York. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm pretty sure like there, there are obviously professional photographers out there, but I'm, I'm pretty sure like if, if you're doing the journalism, like with all of the stuff with phones and everything, like you can just take the pictures yourself. You don't, you're not somebody that just goes with somebody else and takes pictures for them for news. I, I mm-hmm. don't think that's really a thing anymore. I may be wrong, but I yeah. I don't know. And it's funny then to kind of compensate then for Peter not being the photojournalist who has to get JJ pictures of Spider-Man. They turned JJ into this Alex Jones yes. kind of like crackpot, which is pretty great. It is. Um, which I don't know if it had any influence um, at all, but it just it makes that um that reveal at the end of Spider-Man Far From Home where you have um JJ, you know, same actor um yep. who is like oh the you know infamous Daily Bugle um you know they say it as if they're talking about the National Enquirer but yes no i just it seems like a perfect venue yes. for 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 JJ like one of those things where it's like of course he's going to be a crackpot podcaster. Why didn't I think of that? Like yep. because it fits so perfectly for him. <laughs> it does indeed. It does indeed. Um yeah, no the the that reveal at the end of Far From Home is absolutely fantastic and uh works works really well. I mean, it's I, one of those things yeah. where it, it's it's funny. It's funny to watch how some things don't change with characters where mm-hmm. like, even though it, it may not make sense for them to be who they are in comic books, especially like they still just kind of exist in, I don't know, whatever dynamic that they had 20 mm-hmm. years ago or 30 years ago or whatever. Uh, that's one of those like changes that just totally makes sense for modern day version of JJ um, versus a, a previous one. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no, it's man, this game, and we haven't even talked about the soundtrack. Ugh, right? This, yeah, this is my favorite Spider-Man soundtrack, like mm-hmm. ever. Um, the uh, the guy that did it, um, I, I'm trying to remember his name right now. I didn't look it up before I started talking, which I should have. But anyway, he also did the uh, the soundtrack for Daredevil uh, on Netflix. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay, that makes total sense then. Um. I've got it. I'm searching for. It. I got it here on my uh, John Pisano. Yes, is his yeah. name. Uh, it's it is. I don't know. So for me, like the the highest level of superhero theme is the John Williams theme for Superman. Of it course, does not get better than that. Right. Um, number two on my list for the longest time has been Danny Elfman Batman. Danny Elfman's Batman. Mm-hmm. Um for the, the Tim Burton movie. And then also uh, there's a version of it with the Batman, the animated series cartoon. Yep. And 
I don't know. There, there's something about like the Superman theme. Like when you hear it, it rise up. Like it's like you kind of like you kind of want to just sit up straighter. And sure. you, you want to, in, in the case right now where we're sitting down podcasting, otherwise I want to stand up straighter and I want to mm-hmm. like look towards the sky and I, I feel like I could just start the, floating. The um, second um, track on that, um, uh, on the original soundtrack is Eight Years in the Making and that's the music that mm-hmm. plays that, they they play they play a pop tune, at the, I, I forget what it's called, It's it just seems generic, like rock tune number 53 to me but um when like the police cars like the number of police cars start intensifying and you're getting closer to fist headquarters it switches over to this to this piece of music that's just so good because it's it's the music that's played when spider-man's gonna come and kick some ass (laughs) and like like you say you can't help but sit up straight and get real excited when you hear that yeah and but um but so with Superman, there's there's that, and then with with Batman, like you don't feel like Batman necessarily, but you feel like Batman could be just around the corner, maybe. Right. <laughs> um, and and I think it has to do with like the music kind of embodying the character. Mm-hmm. And so with like Superman, it's like it's very hopeful and like uplifting. And with Batman, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like in a minor key, so it's dark and, and yeah. shadowy. And with there, there's something about the cadence of. Um, uh, Pasado's Spider-Man theme, mm-hmm. where it's very, uh, like dynamic is not quite the right word. There is a like an ebb and flow to the dynam- dynamism, where like there is like a swinging and not you know music swing jazz you know right. big band yeah. era stuff, but there is a like a feeling of like almost swinging through the city yeah. with the music. Where yeah. it's like this up and down. It's almost like the the waves of an ocean mm-hmm. and the music, where you can just kind of almost feel yourself rocking to it, just mm-hmm. as you're you're listening to it. Um, and also, I'm always a big fan of when uh, themes and songs are used to actually represent stuff. And and one of the things that I think that works with the Spider-Man soundtrack is they rework the main theme into basically every piece of music yep. in there. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, and it may be slower, it may be faster, it may have more notes added to it, it may have fewer it like but it, it's it's always kind of there. Um like uh, not necessarily holding up the music but kind of just I don't know in there somehow. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one of the things I've never really liked about the Marvel movies. I honestly and I can't do it now. Because uh, it's been a year since I've seen it, but with the, <laughs> all the ads for Endgame when that was coming out, like it w- really wasn't until what Infinity War when I was like, "That's the Avenger music right yep. there," because <laughs> it was it didn't reinforce moments. They were, and I think part of it just has to do with how big the Marvel universe is, and you've got so many different people making movies, and like it to make that underlying current of what like you know, these characters themes should be like, mm-hmm. would be impossible basically, or have somebody l- literally just overseeing that. Um, no. But in this one game, they're able to like attach so much weight to this music mm-hmm. and it just, 
works so well. It does. Uh, it really I, does. I think that's the only video game soundtrack I've bought the day it came out. <laughs> uh, it came out, I think, two weeks after the game did. And I tweeted to the, the composer, and I was like, hey, is this, is this going to be a thing? Is this, is this coming out? And he was just like, soon. Um, <laughs> and lo and behold, it, it came out. I was at work, and I go on to uh, Amazon, and I <laughs> bought the, the album nice. and listened to it during my lunch break. Awesome. It was, oh, man, it's, it is so good. Um <laughs> So, so very yep. good. Alan, we've talked for like an hour about that. I've talked for like an hour. I feel like I haven't even let you talk about the game very much. I'm sorry. I apologize. No, 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 no. Um, it's it's, it's... <laughs> a lot of, a, you're kind of saying the stuff I would have said anyway. Um, no, nah, it's just, it's, uh, it's so good. It's, it does so many things right. It treats the character, uh, like it plays to the strengths of the character. Um, you know, you get, action you you get to beat the crap out of thugs you get to do some light uh stealth sneaking investigative stuff you know they switch they switch perspectives a little bit to kind of make which like helps to make the not so much the store the world but the story feel bigger than him which i always appreciate yeah um and like i've never been more excited for a sequel than i have uh when i got to the end of the game because it was like they throw out all these things i mean like miles morales shows that he's got powers and you've got harry is turning into venom and it's like okay um i'm ready to play spider-man 2 now please um that like i want to do I want to, you know, I, I still want to play in that world. And, you know, I can certainly do that with a new game plus and everything. I played a little bit uh, before we recorded. Um, and again, didn't have, didn't take very long to be reminded of why this game was so spectacular and what it does right and how little it does wrong. Um, and the stuff it does wrong can be fixed. Um, yeah. uh, I agree that the, um, the, the influencer, broad and uh, is <clears throat> that stuff is terrible um i could have done without the um the tower hacking but mm, if, yep. you know you've got to have a race thing in there somehow um but um yeah no i mean all, all that stuff can be fixed and like it wasn't terrible like it was like i did again i platinum so i did i did them anyway um right. well and it's it's one of those things like, literally except for the towers, which you should do all of those so mm-hmm. that you can actually see your map. That would mm-hmm. you know, be useful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, literally like everything is introduced to you and you don't have to do any of it ever again. So if you don't like it, mm-hmm. don't do it. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like the game does not force that stuff on you. Um, yeah. which I, I very much appreciate. Yeah. Um, but also oh, one one other thing that I, I forgot to to mention. Um, so when I when I played it the second time, it was really interesting. Like there's so many moments of Peter Parker being like Peter Parker being like mm-hmm. just the good kid from mm-hmm. uh, Queens, mm-hmm. where a lot of that is actually lost if you don't do the side missions. Right. Um, and I, I remember playing through it. Like it's still it's still a good story. But mm-hmm. the, you know, kind of talking about the world being bigger than him, but then also just seeing him react to people yeah. 
Um, a lot of that is is not there if you don't do those those side missions. And also, I really like that when everything goes to shit towards the end of the game, like mm-hmm. what three quarters of the way through, where mm-hmm. you know there's just like everything is on fire and mm-hmm. like all the side quests just stop. Like yeah. nobody's like, hey, um. This, Go you know, take the picture of this guy. Yeah, or it's me. like these birds, like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to find these birds and they're not there. Can you go find them for me? Mm-hmm. Like, the, the game's just like, nope. No, nobody is worried about their petty crap right now. Right. Everything yeah. is on fire. Spider-Man, go do your thing. <laughs> speaking speaking of stuff um, that you could miss, I think one of the... So the, the game has fast travel markers the, yes. through the subway and it's like on the on at first it's like well why the hell do i need fast travel i'm fucking spider-man right i'm just gonna swing across the city and i'm like oh right there's like a somewhat tedious uh a side quest oh, you know what I'll, I'll just do it and i made it a point to keep doing the fast travel every so often because you get these little vignettes of him on the subway yes and he's chilling out with a Spider-Man cosplayer or he's goofing around on his phone or he's listening to music. Um, In the DLC, when Silver Sable's company comes in and they're like patrolling the subway, like he hangs out in the back, like of the, like outside of it. And he's just like all of these little fun, little Spider-Man moments um, that are so easy to miss. Um, And I wish, I wish they would have, uh, you know, I'd be interested to see talking with anybody who's never done any fast travel and if this is coming to a complete surprise to them. Um, because, yeah, it's just these fun little Peter Parker moments. You know, he's 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 Spider-Man and sometimes he needs to take the subway, too. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, th- those are absolutely great. It was the I did not do one for the longest time because I was like, why would I want to? And then I started seeing. Uh, stuff on Twitter. I was like, "Oh, I I should check those out." Yeah. Um. Also, you you talking about swinging around the city? Like, why would you want to do anything else? I also forgot to mention. I think I I really like the way the swinging system works because you could literally just hold the right trigger and mm-hmm. point in the direction of your target, and yeah. you could get there. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And I I remember a lot of people not liking this game swinging. Because they wanted to be annoying like Spider-Man 2 purists, where that took, like, skill to do. Which is true. That that does take skill to do the Spider-Man 2 swinging. It is not as easy as this. Yeah. But the thing is, you could do that. You, you could hold the trigger, and you could just get there. Because once you get to a certain point in the swing, he automatically lets go. And as you fall, if you hold on to it, he'll just shoot out another web at the first point that he can shoot out a web mm-hmm. to swing. Yeah, you're not gonna get there fast, and like it'll look okay because the the game never really doesn't let you look, it doesn't let you not look cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, if you know how to swing and you're shooting out webs when you need to and letting go and jumping off of it and then using your zip line ability, like you can look so much better and get mm-hmm. there way faster. So it, it's one of those like easy to do you know hard to match it's not even really that all that hard but it, mm-hmm. like if you participate in the swing it's much better than if you just kind of i don't know sit there holding the trigger right um, yeah and i i like the fact that like it's totally usable if you're not good at it 
but it's also way better if you spend the time and actually get get good at mm-hmm. swinging. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. So Spider Man, I want Spider Man two. Um, yep. That will be when that's announced and when that comes out, it is honestly probably when I will get a PlayStation five. Cause of all the things, I mean, sure. There's horizon Two dawn or horizon zero dawn one or whatever, you know, they're going to call the sequel horizon one dawn. I don't know. Anyway, uh, or, there's that, Sp- or there's... just Spider-Man. I mean, Right. No, there's, there's, there's God of War five. There's, there's plenty of things that I'm sure lots of other people are super excited for Mm -hmm. of all of Sony's properties. This is really the only one that I like really care about. Yeah. Like where they left uncharted. They don't have to make any more uncharted. So I'm okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, took me a long time to come around to the idea of there being a last of us too. I'm still, I know that you're not there yet, and that's totally nope. fine. Nope. Uh, but it, it took me a long time. I feel like it would take even longer for me to come around to the idea of there being a Last of Us 3. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. There, there's a lot of stuff out there. You know, I'm sure there's going to be a Knack 3 or whatever. And I definitely <laughs> don't care about that. But, like, Spider-Man 2, uh, just, like, literally every single Sony property. Mm-hmm. This, this is the one that's got me coming to PS5. Yep. Whenever that's yep. a thing. It's awesome. It's real good. And if uh, if people haven't played it and they have listened this far, then oh dear God, stop listening to this podcast. Go play (laughs) Spider-Man. It's, uh, it is honestly, I think it's the, it's the game that healed me from my, um, open world, whatever I had sickness thing of just like, I couldn't play open world games anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I get that every uh, at least uh, two or three times a year. <laughs> okay, uh, Alan, any any final thoughts? No, um, Spider Marvel Spider Man is a was a lovely, wonderful surprise, and congratulations to Insomniac um, for making a fantastic game true to its main star. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I'm really glad that Insomniac got to to make this game because I, I've been a, a fan of theirs for a long time as just as a developer. Mm-hmm. I think Ratchet and Clank as a series is absolutely wonderful. I I really enjoyed the Resistance games. I think um, like Sunset Overdrive I just, I liked, but in this weird sense, I feel like um, Insomniac has always been like. I don't know, this second tier developer compared to mm-hmm. a lot of others. Like they, they haven't gotten that like money behind them to be right. You know, whatever. Um, and I don't know. They just, I feel like they haven't always gotten the appreciation that they, they deserve either. Yeah. And this game very much feels like kind of the culmination of, of what they've learned in like the past 10 years, basically mm-hmm. like PS three ratchet, going forward um <laughs> like they they have done a lot of stuff and like it, it shows how much they they've grown as a studio and i'm i'm so glad that i mean i think like five people gave it game of the year on dark station um, yeah and it sold well 
and pretty much everybody seemed to love it. And I'm I'm really glad um, that Sony picked them up and that mm-hmm. they can get that. Like I I think like maybe they already are, but like I think they can be a a Naughty Dog kind of studio. Where For sure, yeah. People hear, oh, this is an Insomniac game. Like, yeah. I don't even care what it is. I'm on board. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I hope we get to see that future with them. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. That'd be good for them. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to stop saying things because this has gone on a long time. Uh, Alan, thank you for listening to me talk about Spider-Man so much. Uh, I really appreciate it. I'm sorry. It was an honor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you for joining with joining me and chatting about Marvel Spider-Man for the PlayStation 4. Uh, yeah. And uh, thank you listeners for listening. And uh, we'll be back in just a little bit to talk about more video game stuff. Well, that does it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can find more information about the games we discussed in the show notes for this episode on darkstation.com. There you can also find the Darkcast interviews podcast as well as other video game reviews, previews, and features. Be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at darkstation.com. Find us on Facebook. Check us out on YouTube. Email us at podcast at darkstation.com. And join me tomorrow for my 24-hour live stream to raise money for Children's Hospital. For Joel Zerlip, Ryan Tyler, and Alan Kessinger, I'm Jonathan Miley. Thanks again, and until next time, stay safe out there, be excellent to one another, and have a good one.